1: Hey guys, what's going on? Jeb here, and in today's video, we got a great show lined up for you. We are going to be talking about the massive rally that we have seen on Bitcoin over the last seven days. If you've been living under a rock, some bullish RSI diversions played out, and Bitcoin rallied $15,000 in the span of just seven days. But in this stream, we're actually gonna mix it up a little bit. We normally do our first segment on the bullish technicals. In this video, we're going to do our first segment on the bearish technicals, because I think that we're about to see a small consolidation, a small correction, movement down a 1000 or $2,000 before Bitcoin blasts off and continues this bull market. I want to make myself very clear from the outset. I am not saying that Bitcoin rally is over. I am not saying that we're not going back to all-time high. I am not contradicting our $65,000 price target by the next 30 to 45 days. However, every rally has to have a small correction. And I think that is what we might be about to see. Got a lot of great content lined up for you. Before you leave this video, you are going to have a much better understanding of where we are right now and where where we're going next so make sure you stay tuned i am joined for the first time this week yeah. no you're here monday i am joined again by ta tim how you doing tim was i here monday were you here monday oh gosh my memory's
2: fading no you weren't here monday no i woke up monday with uh uh thanks for the prayers by the way guys i i woke up monday stopped, with no it's not been I, three days i'm pretty sure you were here monday was
1: that monday it's not it been three days I don't remember it was Monday. Anyway, we are joined, as always, by T.A. Tam. How you doing, Tam?
2: I'm doing better. I'm pretty sure what I had was a sinus infection. I I used to have them a lot. Haven't had one in a while, but I never had any symptoms from the neck down. It was just all in my head the whole time, so.
1: Well, we are glad that you are feeling better, Tam. We got a lot of great analysis to do today. We are also joined, as always, by Smey. How you doing, Smey? Hello, everybody.
0: Hello. I have a special opportunity for you guys. I get to shout out our members. Yay. So I want to shout out a special new member. This is a new member. Matthew Campbell. Let's
1: go, Matthew. Thank
0: you for joining the membership program. And then uh, some old faithfuls, uh, Crypto Knight and Alexandre Inasio. Thank you guys so much for being members. We really appreciate you. If you're interested in the membership program, guys check the link below it's really cool
1: thank you guys so much for joining us really quickly before we jump into the show i want to tell you that this video is brought to you by lux algo lux algo is the sponsor of this show and they are the indicator that we use every single day here on this channel that has predicted the last several rallies on bitcoin you get buy signals sell signals and it really helps you in your trading we're going to be looking at lux algo quite a bit today as we always do it's a phenomenal indicator and we've had literally hundreds of people sign up for it and they are all loving it. Drop a one in chat if you've signed up for Luxalgo and it has been helpful to you. If you want, you can sign up with Luxalgo. The link in the description box down below, you'll get 20% off. Stay tuned because you're going to see how Luxalgo is used in this video. With that said, guys, we're going to jump into the bearish technicals. Remember, we are not long-term bearish. We're not even medium-term bearish. We are specifically in this video talking about the next one to seven days. That's the time frame that we are discussing here. So with that said, let's jump on to the chart. The very first thing that I want to bring to your attention, is a bit of context. I need you guys to understand where we are right now so that we can have a better understanding of where we are going. Remember, it was not long ago, just the 30th of September, when we started a rally and blasted off from 40,900 all the way to where we hit yesterday at 55,700. Bitcoin rallied $15,000 in the span of six and a half to seven days. We had a massive rally very, very quickly. And in doing so, what happened? is that Bitcoin's market dominance rallied very quickly. In fact, I can show you our uh, coin market cap over here. Bitcoin actually hit and rejected from a trillion dollars market cap. That is very important because that was another level of resistance that we were contending with. Furthermore, looking at here on the longer term time frames for Bitcoin, you can see that there is this uptrending level of resistance based on these highs. And if you go to uh, this trend line and extrapolate this back, this trend line actually shows up in the history of Bitcoin quite a bit. So we've been rejecting off of that trend line as well. So right now, Bitcoin has just undergone a massive, explosive rally, and in doing so, we've seen a ton of bullish green volume coming in, which is a good sign. But what I'm telling you today is that Bitcoin needs to have a pit stop, and that's what we're going to be going over. The very first thing I want to show you is one of my newer indicators that I've been using. Kelly, if you guys don't know, who is, is uh, one of the people that helps to bring us to this show, has been introducing us to Market Cipher. Market Cipher helps to supplement all the other technical analysis that we're doing. And one of the first bearish things that I want to show you is that Market Cipher's momentum band, this blue area right here, has gone all the way up to the very top. And what you often see happen on Market Cipher is you'll see a massive rally on this blue area. You'll see it top out and then go into a short term correction. Well, if you look on the chart, what does that reflect? Well, whenever you see the momentum move like this, you generally, once you get up here to the top, are going to see a small correction on Bitcoin. And the same thing happens over and over again. You can see us topping out multiple, multiple times. I think that might be what we're seeing right now. Not a reversal, not a trend reversal, not us going down to 34, 35, 44. I don't think we're going down there anymore, but we could be seeing a small correction on the order of a couple thousand dollars. In fact, looking down on the hourly chart, we can see that that's already begun. Namely, if we look at the TD sequential, we can see that the TD sequential flashed a nine and we've been trending to the downside ever since. Now we do have a green TD sequential flash on the hourly chart, but we're going back to that in a minute when we get into our bullish technicals another thing to take a look at here is the fact that out on the daily chart, there is currently an eight flash sitting on TD. If you guys know anything about TD Sequential, which by the way, you can learn more about TD Sequential in the Cryptocurrency Technical Analysis Academy, that link is in the description box down below. Whenever we hit nine on the TD Sequential, that indicates that we are going to fall over and move into a shorter term downtrend. This is very, very crucial because it could be one of the signs warning us that we're about to have the market top out. Another thing to be looking at here is the Bollinger Bands on the daily chart. Guys, we are so far above the Bollinger Bands right now, it's not even funny. We have pushed so far outside of the Bollinger Bands that we need a small correction. On top of that, guys, another thing I want to talk about here are the levels of support, because as you know, my prediction is that this big rally that we're undergoing right now needs a little bit of a cool off period. Let me let let me put an analogy like this. If you're going on a long road trip, I love to um, use the analogy of a road trip when we're talking about life or when we're talking about a rally. Uh, When you're going on a road trip, you got to stop for gas every once in a while. Right. You want to get some you want to get some snacks. You want to stretch your legs. You you, you slow down a little bit and you eventually stop so that you're able to rest and you're able to recuperate rate, and you're able to get ready for the next leg of the journey. Well, that's what I think we're seeing right now. We're seeing Bitcoin take a little bit of a pit stop. It needs just a little bit of time to consolidate. I mean, look, you guys got to realize, with no leverage, lots of people just made 25, 30, 35% gains, and they're going to sell some of that Bitcoin either to pay bills, because we are still in hard economic times, or they're just going to sell that, take profit, and then hope to buy back in lower, or move their cryptocurrency out of Bitcoin into other projects like Bitcoin, uh, like Ethereum and Cardano. Which have not rallied as much as Bitcoin has. When we see Bitcoin rally this fast, it is a very good thing for the cryptocurrency market as a whole, but we might see some volatility and some market capitalization fleeing Bitcoin into the smaller cap projects. Again, this is in no way a long term bearish thing, but it does say that we might see a small correction. So, with that said, where might that correction go to? Well, there are several different places that we should be looking. Number one, our previous all time high, or our previous local high, excuse me. Sitting here on this level right around 53,000 is our first suspect. This is just a little bit lower than where we rallied to, and it would make sense for Bitcoin to have a small little bit of consolidation, correction, and come down to this level. On top of that, if we take a look at our Fibonacci retracement, because this is a perfect opportunity for us to use Fibonacci retracement, normally you would look for Fibonacci retracement to be coming down to one of these lower retracement levels, but right now Bitcoin is so bullish that I'm actually going to lean up here to the top, by the way. If you use Fibonacci retracement, you're not always going to retrace to the golden pocket. You do sometimes. But which Fibonacci level you think you're going to, you have to take into account the fundamentals and the technicals surrounding the market. It's not always going to be 0.382 you go to or the golden pocket or 0.786. It's not always going to be like that. You want to use your context. And in context right here, I don't think there's a good enough reason to believe that we're going to see a big correction on Bitcoin. But I think there is a good enough reason to believe we're going to see a small one. So a small correction, where would that line up on Fibonacci? Well, it would line up right here at the So basically what we've just done is we've defined a support level here between 52,300 and 52,900. This is a very, very good thing. Guys, the reason that this is is a very good thing, Is Because it means that Bitcoin, with just a small correction, could get the retracement and the consolidation and the gasoline that it needs to blast off to new highs. I am very confident in our prediction of 55 to 60, even higher into the thousands of dollars on Bitcoin by the end of this month. But of course, nothing rallies forever. And with that said, I want to show you an analogy, an analogous piece of the market to what we're looking at right now. This morning, myself and Tim and Kelly, which we get into a Zoom call about 45 minutes every single morning, discuss the market. One of the things we were talking about this morning is, are we analogous right now to what we saw when Bitcoin was trading at $53,000 on September the 6th? Or are we more analogous to what we saw over here at the end of July in uh, when Bitcoin was hitting about 42000 Well, what I mean by this is we've just started a new uptrend, right? We obviously, we just rallied very quickly. The bulls have come back in force. I don't think we're here at this later stage of a rally. I think we're here at this earlier stage of a rally. Notice right back over here, Bitcoin rallied 46% in 12 days. It looks a lot like what we just saw. I think what we're seeing right now is this small little correction that we saw here on... Uh, between the dates of of August the 1st down to August the 5th. In fact, when that happened, Bitcoin pulled back down to the 38.2% Fibonacci level. If Bitcoin were to do that this time, then we would pull back down to 50,000. That is another level of support, but I don't know that we're gonna need to go that low, but it's there if we need it. But what is important here is that after Bitcoin had that small rally, it blasted off again, and within another 11 days, Bitcoin rallied 30%. If that were to happen from $52,500 as support, We would be looking at that all time high run during this month. So here's the deal. We're seeing one leg to the upside. This leg, in my opinion, and based on all the bearish technicals, which by the way, I'm not done showing you other bearish technicals, I think this first leg is over. What we're going to see then is a small corrective wave. And then I think because of the fundamental and bullish news that we'll talk about here in a minute, we're going to bounce and rally and move even higher. So that is what I'm looking at right now. That's how I think we're going to move. But let's continue to back that up. What are some other reasons? that we believe that that is going to happen. Because as you know, we like to show you the bullish and the bearish so you can come to an informed conclusion, but we also like to substantiate every single thing that we say here. One of the other things that I want to show you is the VPVR. Taking a look at the daily chart right here, guys, it might not seem obvious that VPVR is giving us a lot of data, but it actually is. Take a look here. $55,600 is a VPVR maximum that we can see right there. Guess what happened when we hit uh, 55,600? We rejected. Essentially, what we just saw is that we got to the top of this VPVR hill and we rolled down the bearish side. Now, remember, VPVR can be looked at very similar to a hill and you can expect the market to move in accordance with gravity. Once you get to the top of a hill on VPVR like this, well, you can either kind of roll down this way or you can roll down that way. But gravity is going to take you. You're at an unstable position right here, so it's unlikely that you're going to sit at that level. You're either going to roll down the hill in the bearish camp or down the hill in the bullish camp. Well, we got to the top of the hill into this unstable position, and it looks like we're rolling down the hill. Well, guess what happens? If we roll down the hill, we're going to probably fall into the valley. Where's the valley? Right at our level and our zone of support between fifty-two thousand. Three hundred and fifty-two thousand nine hundred. So you get my point, guys. It looks like Bitcoin is about to have a small correction down here. But remember the hill analogy. If we start going much further below fifty two thousand, then we have to start climbing this hill. That takes energy. What kind of energy? Bearish energy, which I don't see a lot of in the market. So my conclusion is this. We are looking for a short-term correction, and I can even show you down on the hourly chart because LuxAlgo confirms this, or at least it did an hour ago. LuxAlgo was showing a sell signal down here on the hourly chart. You can see that right here. It confirms that we are probably going to be seeing a little bit of bearishness moving us to the downside. And we can even look at the RSI down here, guys. The RSI is looking okay on the one-hour chart, but down here on the four-hourly chart, if I switch over to that, the RSI is very, very extended, and we would like to see a little bit of a correction here. And a further thing to point out is down here on the four hourly chart, we're seeing bearish convergence on the MACD. So in general, guys, that's the technical analysis on the bearish camp. Remember, the way we break our show up is our first segment is either bullish or bearish. Normally, it's bullish, but in this video, it's bearish. And our next segment, which will be starting here in about 10 minutes, we're going to cover the bullish camp because there are a lot of bullish things. I don't want you walking away from this video feeling like I am trying to spread FUD. That is not the point, And I know that it's easy for that to come off that way. I do, however, think that a two thousand dollar correction on Bitcoin is in order, and then after that occurs, we're going to bounce and we're going to rally from there. Tim, welcome back to the show, my friend. I know you it have been looking be at the market the whole time you've been gone. What is your take on this? Give us just a little synopsis. We're going to dive into more of this during the concluding segment. But do you agree briefly with that fifty-two thousand three hundred to fifty-two thousand nine hundred dollars zone being the support that we're going to need to test?
2: Yes, yes, I do. In it. It's one of those things where there's a lot of different there's a lot of different factors you could look at. You know, looking at this morning, uh, I think our team overall is is fairly certain that 52, 53 is the bottom. It doesn't necessarily mean that, that is going to happen. I still think there is a case for touching 48 again and still being healthy and not killing this bull run. Uh, does that mean I'm absolutely certain we're going to go down there? No, that that's not what I'm saying. But I do know when you look at the VPVR, when you look at different levels of support, when you look at the movement we're seeing on the daily chart and the four-hourly chart, I do think that at least 53 is probably inevitable. Although as we speak, which we're going to talk about here a little bit in the bullish, uh, it's kind of funny watching the charts. The daily and the four-hourly were very, or were more overwhelmingly bearish versus the hourly chart was bullish. I I think we're seeing a small rally happen right now but I think it would be also very foolish for people to be like oh okay this little correction is over now we're going you know crazy high again like I still think there's some room that we need to correct also just look at how fast we corrected I haven't been here in so long I've been here since last Friday you know I wasn't here Monday we confirmed my wife confirmed, so when the wife says something, hmm. you know it's true. I was confused because uh, you came in. It's all right. right, it's all right. So I think that we have a small rally coming right now. I do think we're going to correct at least 53. I, I like the 52, like five better than 53 flat, but we're also in a, a strong bullish sentiment right now, which means usually it doesn't go as low as you would think it would. Um, something to keep an eye on though, and some, someone pointed this out in chat and I went and looked it up. We have a fear and, uh, and greeting index right now of 76 to put that in perspective, remember last week we discussed how it was that down to 20. That was a massive swing. And I did predict, hey, guys, when we see it drop like this down to 20, expect a rally. Well, yeah. guess what? We, we got that rally. About that. We got that rally. And I think it's time for, and I, I know people hate hearing this, it's time for a small correction to keep this market healthy. I, I still have my eyes Fixed on that $63,000 end of October, the way Plan B predicted. I, I predicted sixty-three before I even heard that was Plan B's prediction. That's a good spot of healthy, bullish movement for Bitcoin for long term, getting us to the end of the year, being closer to 100000 if not over it.
1: Absolutely, 100%. Totally, completely, and... Well, and truly and thoroughly agree. I completely agree, guys. Make sure you smash that like button, by the way. I forgot to pump the like button earlier. Guys, we have 3,500 people watching and only 600 likes. I know we can get to 1,500 likes here in the next couple of minutes. You guys know what happened the last time we hit a like goal. So make sure to smash that like button. Very much appreciate all of you tuning in. We're going to jump into our intermission segment here just a little bit early. And then here in about five to six minutes, we are going to go ahead and dive into the bullish technicals. And we've also got a bunch of news stories that you're going to want to hear, because remember, when we talk. About bearishness right now, we're talking about the next one, two, three, four, maybe five days. But the month of October is still overwhelmingly looking like October, Pumptober, whatever you want to call it, and we have good reason to believe that that is going to continue. But right now, if Bitcoin doesn't have this correction and doesn't have a healthy consolidation and doesn't have that controlled burn in the forest, like I use the analogy all the time, we could be in for some hurt. So we don't want to see that happen. We want to see a small correction. We don't want to rally too far too quickly. But really quickly, let's go ahead and read some super chats and also read some chat. I mean, this
2: is good news in the sense that it won't take very long. Bad news in the sense that we haven't had a lot. We have one. We have one super chat. So we're going to spend time on American Pool Guy's chat. Thank you,
1: American Pool Guy
2: he uh he said hi jeb just had a baby so let's pause right there let's go congratulations that is awesome uh he said i just had a baby and want to put aside some crypto to hodl and give him when he turns 20
1: ideas hey yeah no i think that's a great idea you know i actually i hope they're not watching but three of my siblings i have some bitcoin in a wallet for them that they don't know about yet so that's something that i think is a really good idea look the the thing is you can set up your kid. and i'm not a father i'm 21 what the hell do i know but i do know about investment from the four years i've been working here in the crypto space the best thing that you can do is get something set up for them like 20 years from now yeah you pick the right if the it any cryptocurrency that's going to be around 20 years from now is going to be worth a lot of freaking money. Just the fact that it managed to survive. Amazon, let me give you an example. Amazon survived 20 years. Just the mere fact that it survived 20 years meant that it had to innovate and stay on top of its game to stay around, and that is going to lead to value. So if you can pick any cryptocurrency that's going to be around in 20 years, you're going to have a lot of money for that kid. So shout out to you, absolutely. Bitcoin, yeah, just, the answer is Bitcoin. Just to even and Bitcoin kinda, is a very important one. To even back that up, we're, we're talking 20 years. So he just had
2: the baby, Yeah. 20 years. I think we we covered a prediction of within the next fifteen years it's going to be over six million easily. Yeah, where's it going to be
1: in twenty years? You know. Yeah. Uh, so Bitcoin. Look, if Bitcoin is still around in twenty years, which I think it will be, and if it still has dominance in the market in twenty years, which I think it will, mm-hmm. it's going to be worth millions at current U.S. dollar valuation. I'm not even talking about at future U.S. dollar valuation. So, absolutely, guys. By the way, like I said, smash that like button. We can get 1,500 likes here in the next couple of minutes. Helps to promote us in the algorithm. If you think this is content that other people would benefit from, go tell 10 of your friends to come and tune into the show. We very much appreciate you guys spreading the word of coffee and crypto. Looks like we got some other super chats coming We
2: did, on now. Okay, so, uh, Nevvin. Uh, do you see that in the chat? Is that Yes, a, that is 300 euro. Euro, okay, I, I, okay, I, I wasn't 100% certain but i thought it was european which yeah. is 350 just wanted to
1: donate so that that's awesome we had one hundred and fifty dollars. thank you so
2: much we had from from matt c saying did i hear there weren't many super chats <laughs> welcome home tim we miss you pal i miss you guys i yeah. i told manny the other day because i was talking to him he asked me how my uh my rest was. I said it was the worst because I, I was so yeah. bored. I, I do not like missing work. I, I like being that. in office. That's, I feel I could tell you, he came over to my house the other night
0: and he, all he would talk about, all he would talk about is you guys. So. Yep.
1: Yeah, Tim um, is a trooper, guys. He's absolutely killing it and we love him and we're very glad he's back.
2: Uh, we have one from Kelly. Let's go, Kelly. Saying, stop what you're doing. That sounds like a, what was, a Ron Burgundy. Stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing. Because I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you used to the Humpty Dumpty, the Humpty Dance for those old enough to remember that rap. So he just stop wanted to doing? just to... give us some lyrics. All right. Uh, Francisco Card Cardona. Uh, hey, guys, no. do you believe that this... Will be a super cycle or are we looking at a bear market at the beginning of 2022? God bless.
1: You know, give me a one in chat if you would like to see me talk about this, because I am pretty confident that we're never going to see a bear market as deep as we saw in 2018. I just do not understand how we are possibly going to see an 85 percent correction on the cryptocurrency market capitalization, considering all the development going on in the cryptocurrency space. That being said, there will eventually be some kind of bear market. I don't think it'll be that deep. But at this point, I don't think it's going to be at the beginning of 2022. like, hey, probably around the end of quarter one, we're going to start a bear market. I don't think, frankly, that we are going to see it start that early. I think it's going to take longer than that because I think there's a lot more bullish momentum than we've ever seen before right now. By the way, guys, we're going to be jumping back into technicals in four minutes flat, so make sure to stay tuned. we got a lot of great content coming up. Yeah, we got one
2: from John Rowland. So he wants an update on FTM. Hey, can you get an update on FTM? It's mooning right now.
1: FTM, I believe, is Phantom. Let me see. FTM, Phantom is mooning right now. Phantom's up 30%. Good deal! Congratulations to anybody holding Phantom. I haven't done any technical analysis on it recently, so I can't tell you much about it. But shout out to anyone holding Phantom.
2: Uh, here we got another one from Jones Fundamentalist. He what says, "What currency is that?" Yeah, that's. I was going to ask you, Jeb. I I don't know what that what is. What currency but is that? Can you guys tell us in chat what currency is that? it yeah. you know in mean? looks like a P with two lines through it. Anyway, yeah. great content as always, Jeb. By any chance, have you heard of SPE? Say Planet Earth. They're working with my government in Mal. Maldives. Maldives. Maldives and the Environmental Initiatives, Green Blockchain, and Certified Carbon Credits. Appreciate to hear your input on this. I think
1: I actually have heard of that currency. I just don't remember, not currency, that project. I think I have heard of that, but I don't remember anything about it. But I I appreciate the dono. Um... Yeah, I don't have any input on it because I don't. I haven't looked into it. Phantom's an amazing project. Phantom is, from what I remember, I haven't looked into it in a while, is a pretty good project. But don't quote me on that because I haven't looked at it recently. We got two minutes until we jump back into our. Um Back into our content here, guys. If you're enjoying today's stream, make sure to smash that like button, subscribe to the channel. It is our mission to bring you content every single day that keeps you up to date on the price action of the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency markets with humility and integrity. That's at least what we're trying to do because we want you to be financially free. I gain financial freedom through working here in the cryptocurrency market. I know you can too. If you want financial freedom, drop a seven in the chat and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. We got time for one more super chat, Tim. Pick wisely.
2: So so Kelly just put a link uh, to one of the things he posted, but it's from Willie Woo's theory on smaller corrections. Yeah, I can, I can read you guys what the tweet says. I, we don't. Even yeah, I have so it up on screen it. right now. Actually. Oh, you have
1: it. I'm gonna actually pause on that because I'm actually going to bring up this tweet during our next segment. So Perfect. Good All for right? you, Kelly.
2: Last one then. Uh, this is a fun one. Debanjan Dutt. I'm, I'm about 97,000% sure that was the wrong pronunciation. <laughs> guys, what do you think about the Pi Network?
1: I haven't looked into it much recently, it's so I can't tasty. give you much on that. Man,
2: last, Nev Vin, he wanted to give donated another, another equivalent
1: euros. of $230. Thank you so much, guys. Really appreciate that. Look, just so you guys know, whenever you guys sign up for an affiliate link or you guys work with one of our sponsors or you guys donate or just watch the stream in general or sign up for the Cryptocurrency Technical Analysis Academy, whenever you guys do that, you're helping to keep the lights on around here because we have a team of Ten people, a bunch of contractors working with us as well. We're a growing team. We have a lot of really cool stuff coming in just the next three or month months or so. Make sure you stay tuned because we are. It is. Look, guys, I'm gonna say this, and we're gonna dive into some technical analysis. It is our pride and joy to see you guys send us emails where you are constantly sending us emails where you're like, man, I gained financial freedom. Man, I can put food on the table for my. Fa- like, I remember a year ago, I got an email and it was one of you guys saying that you're a truck driver and you guys um uh th- this man i'm not gonna say the name this man was able to uh, stop doing trucking and they were able to stay at home with their family because they were having to go all over the country and because they learned how to work in cryptocurrency they were able to make the same amount of money as trucking at home so they were able to spend more time with their family that is the kind of thing that i live for guys that's why this channel exists because i love reading things like that i'm so incredibly motivated every single time i see that stuff so thank you guys very much if you guys have any any of those stories, please send them. Support at CryptoJeb.com. Taylor Warren, Tim's wife, who is phenomenal. She's our customer success representative. She is amazing at reading that stuff and responding to you guys and sending it to us when it's talking about us. We love hearing those stories, so make sure you send them. We love hearing your stories. With that said, we're going to dive into the bullish technicals because I know you guys want to know the bullish side because, of course, there are bullish factors going on. And one of the first things that we want to look at shows up on the hourly chart And it looks like this. Up until about five minutes ago, there was a green nine flash here on the hourly chart. The fact that it didn't hit is actually a bullish thing. So this is even more bullish, even though the green nine flash isn't here. The point is TD Sequential was calling for a short term reversal. And we're talking really short term. So I'm actually going to come down here to the 15 minute hourly chart TD sequential was calling for a small little recovery, but the kind of longer term trend is still calling for a small correction down here, about another $2,000. With that said, I think on the shorter term timeframe, we're going to see a bit of a rally, but then us continue to the downside. That TD sequential flash that was there about 20 minutes ago on the hourly chart for Bitcoin, I think it confirms that. Another thing to show you guys is on the hourly chart, and that is We were actually at the bottom of the Bollinger Bands. The Bollinger Bands have constricted. This is a bullish thing because it means that the volatility on Bitcoin down here on these shorter term timeframes has dropped off. The reason that that's bullish is because it could mean that we're going to be looking for a bottom here relatively soon. Again, my prediction is a small bounce, maybe up here towards about 54,600, 700, 800, maybe even back up to 55. But I think we are going to reject and we're going to pull back a little bit. If we don't, by the way, that's a very bad thing. We want to see a correction down to 52,3 to 52,9. Why? Because if we get too far ahead of ourselves and we get too overextended remember the forest fire analogy if you don't let fires burn in a forest for a hundred years all that debris builds up and then when a fire finally does start the whole thing's a tinderbox and blows up and you have a gigantic forest fire that you can't control the forest service learned the hard way you got to have control burns every once in a while we want to have a control burn on bitcoin we want to have a controlled correction we don't want to get ahead of ourselves so it would be a good thing
2: the other thing is, it's it's one of those things that when you see a sharp rally like that, there's you you got to expect a shakeout. You, you got to see the the whales. Here we go again. Everyone's favorite. The the composite composite don't man. say it. Up.
1: The composite man. Don't, don't say it. Don't don't say he
2: just made a lot of money, so he's going to shake it out and exactly. make sure that he's good to go for another exactly. Exactly.
1: Exactly. So guys, also here on the hourly chart, you can see something else pretty interesting. And like I said, there aren't a lot of bullish technicals on the short-term time frame right now, but this is one of them. There is some bullish MACD convergence going on, so that is a good sign for anyone wanting to see a small rally. Look, guys, here's the thing. If you're saying like, "Oh, Jeb says it could go up to fifty-five thousand dollars on the minute chart," I'm going to. make a little long trade i think that's a bad idea why because the trend is your friend until it ends the trend right now on the hourly chart ever since um seven o'clock eastern yesterday we are in a short-term downtrend this little recovery is what is known as a correction it is not the primary trend. The primary trend on the hourly chart right now is bearish. In general, it's a good idea to trade the primary trend, not the corrective t- movement. So the corrective movement right now is a short-term movement to the upside. The primary trend is to the downside down here on the hourly chart. I would be careful about trying to trade with a little hope that we're going to move up to 55. If we start breaking above 55.3, 55.4, then there you go. The primary trend has flipped. But for right now, the primary trend on the hourly chart is down, and its price target is $52,300. So make sure that you don't neglect that. With that said, guys, that that's. That's all I actually have on the bullish technicals. One thing I do want to mention is that yesterday we went over literally about two dozen bullish technicals on the daily chart, weekly chart, and monthly chart. So keep in mind, we have been talking about all the bullish things going on on Bitcoin. October is looking like a phenomenally bullish month. Uh, the next three months are looking phenomenally bullish. Even the next six months are looking phenomenally bullish. So I don't want you fudding and thinking that Jeb's saying we're going to have a giant correction. Jeb's a perma bear. Why is he continuously changing his mind? Yesterday we talked about what the next 30 to 60 days will look like, and that looks very bullish. The next one to three days, maybe four or five, but probably one to three are looking bearish. So you got to realize those time frames are not contradictory. There can be small movements to the upside and then a corrective movement and a, and a bigger movement to the upside and a small correction. That's how markets work. They're called fractals. They're called wave formation. So it's important to keep that in mind. With that said, we actually do have a lot of bullish fundamentals that we want to talk about. But Tim, it looked like you had something you want well, to say. I don't,
2: I don't think you said it or if you did, I completely missed it. One thing I think is very interesting is we did just have, in this last hour, we did have a buy signal flash on Market Cipher, on the hourly chart. So I, you. If you look back, you're right. A I did signals, miss that. I did miss that. There's a couple that. signals that they flash by, and then it, there's not a lot of bullish movement before they flash sell. Yeah, I'm showing it right. But here. this is something to keep an eye on that we did on the hourly chart. We did have a buy signal. What I'm interested in, if we're going to see upside movement, I want to see what happens further out in the four hourly chart and the daily chart. I don't think we're close to seeing a buy signal out there. So I do think this is a short-term buy signal that we're going to see a red one soon.
1: Yeah, you're uh, actually but, absolutely right, Tim. Let's look at that really quickly, guys. If you don't know what Market Cipher is, they're one of the indicators that we're working with now. We have a link in the description, it's an affiliate link. If you want, you can do that. It is a great supplemental indicator to everything else you're doing in technical analysis. And by the way, before I even mention Market Cipher or Lux Algo, I need you to understand something. Market Cipher, Lux Algo, they're not designed to replace traditional technical analysis. They're designed to come alongside and give you more information. So I don't want anyone thinking, oh, Jeb's promoting Lux Algo and Market Cipher, and then they're just, you know, trying to replace technical analysis and moving away from, no, that's not the point. The point is these are supposed to be indicators to help supplement. So you wanna make sure you're looking Mm -hmm. at everything, but they do have interesting signals. And I gotta be honest with you guys again drop a 10 in chat if you'd like to see a video where I discuss how market Cypher works because I know a lot of you guys might not be fully familiar with it but I've been learning it right now there is a green dot that just showed up on market Cypher B that's the oscillator down here the combined oscillator and also money flow is moving to the downside but it very well could be reversing here pretty soon and funnily enough we're actually seeing the VWAP move to the upside as well which indicates that we might be seeing some shorter-term bullish pressure. So, again, it looks like we may be seeing a short-term corrective rally, but I still think the longer-term uh, primary trend is to the downside with a target mm-hmm. between 52.3 yep. and 52.9. So, good uh, good observation. I, I, I,
2: my prediction, go back here and look. Real quick, if you're showing the your chart, go look at October 4th. Look at how close that green and red. I don't know if it's going to be that close necessarily. But I, I would not be surprised oh, I see what you're talking to see about. another red a, a, a cell signal flash on Marcus Eifert.
1: Yeah, you guys can see that right same. here. The green and red dot on October 4th uh, literally were an hour apart. So that's something yeah. that we might see here. And then, yeah, if we see market, if we see the market pull back down here to 52.3 to 52.9, then we're almost certainly going to see Market Cipher come in with a massive bullish rally, a uh, massive bullish signal, uh, composite signal, and then we're going to bounce and move to the upside. So absolutely, guys, like I said, if you're interested in Market Cipher, there's an affiliate link down below. It does help to support the channel if you are interested. With that said, we have a bunch of news that we want to talk about that is bullish. One of these news stories is this. Bank of America identifies 20 high-profile U.S. companies with crypto exposure, Walt Disney, Fox Corporation and JP Morgan Chase are among 20 listed uh, publicly traded U.S. companies with some level of exposure to crypto and digital assets based on data by BOA. The reason this is interesting is because to my knowledge, I did not know and I don't know that the public knew that Walt Disney Corporation and uh, Fox Corporation, which Fox is owned by Disney. So it's interesting that those two are, are split up right there. Those two uh, companies I didn't know had exposure to Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. So this is just kind of a short little talking point. Just wanted to mention this to you. But BOA have um, their stocks rated as either buy or neutral, and they are saying that these companies are, you know, going to probably be doing pretty well in their cryptocurrency investments because of the fact that they are. Uh, exposed to Bitcoin and crypto. And here's the thing about BOA, Bank of America. It's one of the largest banks in the world. And they actually uh, started a cryptocurrency research division and, and have a team for it that I think they started that back in June. They are very interested in the cryptocurrency market. and They've been publishing a lot of reports on it. It's just another example of, of, uh, full, of more adoption moving here into the cryptocurrency space. Now, really quickly, I do want to mention something over here on Kelly Kellum's Twitter. If you guys aren't following Kelly, you absolutely should. At Kelly Kellum. You see right here, he helps to support this channel. Uh, So guys, make sure you check that out. He says, Bitcoin and crypto cycles won't always repeat the same as historical trends. Markets always do something that they've never done before. Absolutely agree. And it will serve those that are prepared. Will this cycle be different that we now have more and more institutional money coming in? I think so. I completely agree with you, Kelly. Take a look here at what Willy Woo says about the previous cycles. We saw one cycle, two cycle, three cycle. All of them were followed by large bear markets we saw in 2012, uh, 2013, 14, and then 2018. And then he says here, the last cycle. So here's the deal. And we're going to talk about this more here at the end of the show. So we're going to move into this, into the discussion segment. But I do want to put this question on the table. Do you, the audience, think that there is going to be a traditional bull market, bear market cycle moving into the future? Or do you think Bitcoin is going to start looking a lot more like the stock market, where you see a 10-year bull market followed by a one-year corrective phase, and then the market just keeps marching higher and higher and higher as it moves with the gross domestic product growth of the rest of the world? I think that's what we're going to see happen. I don't think we're going to see massive multi-year 80 85 percent bear markets anymore because I think the space is just too established I think we're going to break that trend but I'd love to hear your opinion on that in the comment section and in the chat down below Tim I'm going to ask you a question about that but we're going to ask that in our final segment So, guys, stay tuned. Another thing I want to show you here, we're going to jump into our discussion here in about 10 minutes, but I want to show you a few more news stories I think will pique your interest. U.S. Justice Department announces launch of National Crypto Enforcement Team. And this is funny. Kelly showed us this article and he was like, wouldn't it be funny if this was to enforce people using cryptocurrency? Wouldn't that be the day? That'd be interesting. We need to make sure that folks have confidence when they're using these systems and we need to make sure we're poised to root out abuse that can take hold on them, said Lisa Monaco. Now, the reason I put this in bullish and you might think, Jeb, why are you saying that they're being... An enforcement team in cryptocurrency is a bullish thing. Here's the deal, guys. There is going to be regulation in crypto. There is going to be government involvement in crypto. We might not want that, but at the end of the day, for it to occur, for it, the growth of crypto and mainstream adoption to occur, there's going to be government involvement. So far, what we've seen from this cryptocurrency enforcement team doesn't look like a bad thing. It actually looks like a good thing. Reading here, we can see. An official from the Office of the Attorney General has said the United States government is going to take a more active role in enforcement action against actors using cryptocurrency for money laundering and other cyber crimes. Good. You know how many scam comments there are? You know how many people are getting scammed in the cryptocurrency space? It's ridiculous. And there's nowhere to go for it. You can't do anything about this. There's so many people getting scammed right now. And it's sad. It's so sad. Guys, we've started putting a pinned comment down below. There are people impersonating me and your favorite content creators all over the place. Don't fall for it. They're trying to impersonate you, and hopefully this will help in, you know, alleviating that, at least to some degree. Speaking at the Aspen Institute, cyber summit on Wednesday. Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco said the Justice Department had launched the National Cryptocurrency Enforcement Team, an initiative aimed at going after platforms that help criminals launder or hide their cr- criminal proceeds. Monica cited her office works against darknet-based Bitcoin mining service Helix in August, but said the U.S. government should do uh, should be doing more. We want to strengthen our capacity to dismantle the financial ecosystem that allows these criminal actors to flourish and, quite frankly, to profit from what they are doing. Cryptocurrency exchanges want to be the banks of the future. We need to make sure that folks can can have the confidence uh, to use these systems, and we need to make sure we're poised to root out abuse that can take hold on them. Look, guys, I am just as much for uh, libertarianism and decentralization as your average guy here in cryptocurrency, probably even more. But the government does have a place. The government does have a place to... Stop crime and punish crime and praise the good, punish the evil. That's what the government's role is. And this is the kind of thing that if it is done right, and that is a stretch because you know it's hard to trust the government with these things. If it is done right, this can be a very good thing. So we'll keep you up to date on this story, but just know that it is something going on. And our final story here before we jump back into Super Chats here is this. There are a lot of calls, about, uh, a lot of options about to come up. Bitcoin's option market is now skewed bullish across all time frames. I'm just going to show you this chart right here. Take a look at this. A lot, a lot of people are very bullish on Bitcoin. A lot of people putting call options in where they would like. I can go ahead and read here. Uh, from this article, uh, now all four gauges are aligned in favor of the bulls. A closer look at this market activity reveals the call option at $100,000 strike, pi- strike price has an open interest of more than 12,000 contracts and is the most popular option on DaraBit. Most of the call option open interest is conce- uh, concentrated in strikes well above Bitcoin's current market price. With the trend, uh, when the trend is strong, traders often buy these cheap call options like lottery tickets. In the last 24 hours, the November option expire uh, the November expiry 80,000 call has seen significant volumes. Essentially, what this means is a bunch of people are betting that Bitcoin is about to have a giant rally and they're hoping, hey, if it goes up there, boom, I'm going to make money. There are there is a lot of sentiment. And we see this in the fear and greed, which the fear and greed has just exploded lately uh, up to about 77. I want to say the the sentiment in Bitcoin and the market sentiment in Bitcoin and crypto has gone very, very, very bullish. And a lot of people are very excited. So when we say that we're going to see a small correction again, I've said this 10 times, but I'm saying it for the one guy who still thinks I'm trying to spread FUD. I'm saying it for you. If you're that guy, stop being that guy. I'm not spreading FUD. We are looking for a small correction on Bitcoin, maybe just consolidation. But we are looking at an incredibly bullish quarter for guys. We're looking at a ridiculously bullish quarter. I mean, just look at these people betting on $100,000 on Bitcoin in just the next several months. It is looking very, very good. With that said, guys, we're going to jump into our discussion here in about five minutes. We got some questions. We got some stuff we want to talk about about the longevity of Bitcoin and crypto. If you're enjoying this show, make sure to smash that like button. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. We're trying to keep you guys up to date on the price action of Bitcoin and your favorite crypto assets so you know what happens next so you can make the most profit. If you're enjoying today's show, make sure to go tell 10 friends to tune in 930 Eastern every single weekday with that said let's read some more super chats
2: before we do that smay has a message for all the people let's do it smay
1: <clears throat> bump the like button okay.
0: it is my turn to speak <laughs> <laughs> but
1: you're hello, not everybody.
0: i'm preparing oh my gosh hello everybody i am your resident producer smay i have a message for you guys that i would like to share with you all I uh, really would love you guys to show your support for this show by liking and subscribing because it helps support us bring this content to you. Thank you.
1: Looks like our producer, or not our producer, I'm sorry, our chief marketing officer, Shannon, said if we hit 2,000 likes, we will clip and post uh, me rapping yesterday. So... I guess that's a thing. So, if we hit 2,000 likes, I guess that's gonna happen. So, smash those like button if you haven't already, guys. We got 1,500 likes. We're only five. We're only 500 away. I know we can hit it. Uh, we have a new member. We do. We do have a new member. Tim, what's his name? I,
2: I, well, I'm waiting for Shannon to get it, but I'll go ahead.
1: Crypto Alchemist, welcome to the Jebi Knights. Thank you, Crypto Alchemist. Thanks for coming. Welcome to the hashtag Jebi Knights.
2: Now, moving into Super Chats. Joshua Keith Young said, at which price would you sound the alarms that this price is This price is rising, getting too far away from a healthy correction, and therefore risking an unhealthy blow off the top or price collapse.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That is a fantastic question. If Bitcoin started rallying towards $60,000, I'd say about $60,000 without any correction, then, well, to be honest with you, if we got up to $60,000 without any correction, there's a magnetism around all-time high. So we'd probably get pulled straight to all-time high. But then... Mm. There's a look, if we're going to have a blow off top, we could rally as far as seventy thousand dollars and then have a giant correction because there is that much pent up volume in the cryptocurrency space right now that if we don't have this short term correction. And guys, I want you to understand this is a possibility. It is possible that Bitcoin does this because there's that much exuberance in the space right now. And I've watched the pump of mentals do this before. It's funny using that term in a serious manner, but I am dead serious. It's an important part of analysis nowadays. If Bitcoin starts rallying up towards 60, 62, 63, it's going to have a magnetism that's going to pull it straight up to that all-time high, and then it'll probably overshoot a little bit, and then we could have that blow off top. So, if we start pushing up to 60, we could rally all the way to 70 before we have that correction. That would be technically a bad thing because we would probably end up losing a lot of those people as they sell they leave they say okay i'm going to come back when it drops a lot and we can see a correction back down to these levels even
2: even more so what's going to happen is first of all you got the institutions sitting here who want to accumulate all the way so when it happens that fast it does not give them the time for them to be happy so you got unhappy institutions investing in crypto then you got retail investors coming in like crazy and when you see that fast of a rally, what is the temptation for a retail investor, especially ones that don't really understand what's happening? They wanna FOMO in. So now you got a lot of people trying to get in, right as everybody else who actually knows what's happening is like, hey, this is kind of scarily high, I wanna go ahead and take some profit. So now they're gonna get scared out of it because they bought at the wrong time and they're gonna be tempted to be like, all right, I don't even trust Bitcoin anymore, I don't trust crypto, I'm never doing this again, and you scare them away. It, it actually is just, when you rally that fast, that quickly, it looks really good for your pocketbook, but long-term, it actually is pretty detrimental.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: All right, let's get some super chats in here. We got one, another one from uh, Kelly Kellum. So I think he was like talking about updating what the Willy Woo thing said. He said, Willy Woo pointed out there are a ton of institutions that likely have exposure to crypto, yep. though traditional invests like owning MicroStrategy. Yep. Uh, we had another one from Ewan Kenobi saying, what do you guys make of both longs and shorts Uh, Dropping for Bitcoin right now.
1: I think it. I think the reason that you're seeing that. I didn't know that was happening, but if that's occurring, then I think the reason that that would be occurring is because a lot of people are are sitting in cash right now or they're sitting in the cryptocurrency right now and they're hodling. I think a lot of people are worried to trade right now because this is kind of a no trade zone. And frankly, I agree with you guys right now. If you want to long the market, you just saw a 35% rally and $300 billion move into the space. It's like the top's got to be anywhere around here. And if you want to short it, you're like, why would I short this market? We're so bullish. It's a little bit of a no trade zone right now. You got to be careful if you're trading this market on the, on the daily time frame because you just can't have a lot of confidence in either direction because the market has gone so far. We just kind of don't know what it's going to do next. So mm-hmm. if that's the case and longs and shorts are both dropping, which I'll take your word for, it, then that's probably why. All right, we got one from Francisco Cardona saying, Jimmy Jeb, crypto investors should read Hebrews
2: 11.1. 1. Faith is the reality of what you hope for, proof of what you do not see.
1: Yeah, amen to that.
2: The only, the only thing I will say to that, Francisco, and I love the encouragement there, is, is I, I also try not to take biblical verses and use them necessarily out of context. Uh, I do think that there is a level of having faith in crypto, but there's also a level of, hey, if your faith is in crypto, you're mm-hmm. probably also very mistaken. Agreed. Crypto is a great tool for helping with financial freedom, but I'm just letting you know, I don't put my faith in crypto. Yeah. I, I love crypto, and I, I look to make a lot of money from it. But that's not where my faith is. If it, if, it, if it dies tomorrow, Tim's life will continue to go on because that's not where my faith yep. and my hope is. Agreed. Uh, we just had a donation from TK uh, Carmen, so I just wanted to call them out. Uh, this one, I've never seen it before. I don't know what this means, but... Uh, Jebi Grandmaster, let's see, what is his name? Rick4962, so this is Yard Dog. Yep. Uh, just wanted to come in, so I've never seen it posted. It made it look like it was a new member, but he just wanted to say, glad you're well and back,
1: Tim. Yeah, I think you get to do like something similar to a super chat if you are a member, so uh, shout out to cool. that. And Ooh. by the way, speaking of new members, Bobo the Crypto Hobo, which is a pretty cool name, just joined come as on. a Jebi Knight. Shout out to you, Mr. Bobo the Crypto Hobo. I love that name. That is like, that, 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 that rolls off the tongue very well. Guys, we are going to read some more super chats here in a minute but remember 2,000 likes we will upload the clip of me rapping that has been decided from on high from our marketing officer so make sure you hit that like button and guys if you haven't already make sure to subscribe to the channel with that said tim i got a question for you and it relates to everything that we were talking about but first i need to go ahead and send yes it i to was
0: about to say to clarify on the rap clip guys it is go- i just uh stopped, i just finished talking to him it will be going up on tiktok so yes. make sure
1: you're following tiktok so yeah. you can see the clip yeah absolutely make sure you're following us on tiktok it's at crypto jeb official the the handle for our tiktok is in the description box down below it's not going up on youtube it's going up on TikTok. Great clarification. Make sure you guys check that out. Tim. Yes. Refer uh, referring to um, Willie Woo's prediction that we are moving into the last cycle where we're not going to see massive bull mar- uh, massive bear markets like we've seen before. Do you think that we're going to see these giant um, 85% corrections over the course of years like we did before? Because things have changed a lot in the last two years. Well,
2: no, I don't, and and even when I was doing history on the stock market, even it's very rare to see
1: eighty five percent crashes in the stock market. It's incredibly rare.
2: Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The last one was back in the early nineteen hundreds. Correct.
1: The last one that lasted last 85%. that long. Eighty five percent. The last one that lasted that long and corrected that far. I want to say was the depression, which yeah, was ninety I, years ago. Yeah, 80 it was, years it was ago. a very long
2: time ago. This is what I am kind of in the boat of, like in in the the thought of, like, is crypto going to turn in the stock market? What does the stock market have that crypto doesn't have right now? It has a a lot of regulations. I wish that crypto didn't have regulations. I wish that everyone in in power just got together and said, you know what? Freedom to the people. Let's let it happen the way it is. Let's not try to restrict it whatsoever. But that is just a wish. That's not going to happen. I kind of feel... Uh, well, what's the Armstrong, the, the guy who owns Coinbase? Uh, the, the Brian, CEO, Armstrong. Brian Armstrong. I kind of feel him when, like, you know, the SEC kind of threatened like Coinbase, they're like, oh, you are a security too. And he just kind of got really frustrated. He's like, listen, I am willing to follow any rules, just make them. You haven't made any rules for me to follow, yeah. And it's not saying that he wants those rules, he just knows they're inevitable. So, same thing for me with crypto, I'm like, listen, we know it's inevitable, we know regulation is coming in, just go ahead and tell us what it is so we can move accordingly. When we get that regulation is when we'll actually see because right now the volatility of crypto is because there's so much unknown. When you get those regulations, it'll make a lot of things known. Will it be helpful? Maybe not. But at least we'll know our boundaries, and boundaries are good. Boundaries help us make informed decisions. At the moment, those boundaries are so unclear, it's really hard. We don't have to any make.
1: regulatory clarity. This is something yeah. that uh, Thomas Lee's been talking about for a long time. If you want a crypto, if you want any kind of industry to grow, businesses need to know how to do business there without getting you know shut down by the SEC or the CFTC. You don't want to build a big business with a bunch of risk. Businesses are risk averse. They take risks when they need to to grow, but you don't want to do that. And to clarify what you were saying earlier, Tim, the last time we saw an 85% correction in the stock market was between 1929 and 1932 at the beginning of the depression. And by the way, this is a complete side note, but it's something you might find interesting. The Dow Jones Industrial Average, you can see its its uh, its chart going all the way back to uh 1897 uh 1896 that is when technical analysis started so by the way for anyone who's like i I don't trust technical analysis technical analysis is stupid technical analysis has been uh being used on this market the dow jones industrial average for 130 years so a lot of stuff that we're talking about here every single day has a very long track record so there is good reason for you to trust it and believe in it look here's the thing guys um, I don't think Bitcoin is going to start undergoing these massive 85% corrections anymore mm. because I think we're going to see it become very similar to the stock market in that yes, you're going to see one year every 10 years that's just super bearish, but you're going to see these prolonged bull markets so long as the global economy doesn't collapse in on itself. In that case, we might see a two or three year restructuring of the global financial system, but um, and we might see some kind of depression, but it's just not going to be the way that it continues. The last several times, the last 10 times that we've seen recessions in uh, the markets, either the markets traded sideways for a long time, which is not a bear market, it's just sideways movement or we well it can be a bear market but it's generally considered not or we just see a massive flash crash that's 20 30 40 percent then we rally really quickly and we see a v bottom so i don't think we're gonna see the same thing happening there tim i have another question for you that i want to talk about bitcoin i think we both agree needs to have a small correction but what are the chances that bitcoin corrects below fifty-two thousand three hundred down to these other levels that we've looked at i don't think it's likely in fact to be honest with you Bitcoin looks like it's having a hard time even pulling down to fifty-two thousand three hundred because it's just so freaking bullish right now. But what are the chances that we pull even lower than that? I mean, you're looking for a number or like a. Well, I mean, so what? What is your get? Ga- what is your gauge of the sentiment in the market? Is there enough bearish sentiment that we could potentially pull that far down? So, so here is the thing. Uh,
2: back in, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at my chart and just make sure I get my dates correct. I think there's a similar argument to what we had back in the beginning of September. We were rallying. we were doing really well. Everyone was very happy. The sentiment was so bullish. And then out of nowhere, no, they, they tried blaming it on El Salvador. They tried blaming it on old Chinese news, but it was just pure manipulation that brought us down over those next couple of days uh, during like the early, like seventh of September and, and whatnot. I think the sentiment is super bullish, but you cannot just disregard what the whales want to do in manipulation. And so here's my thing, is it likely to drop back down below? I don't know if I'm in a place to say it's likely because there is a lot of movement. I still think they want to go higher and continue to collect profits. However, we can't just say like, oh, there's no way we're dropping below it. As we talked about before, there's actually a lot of maybe sense to, I, I think a number to watch, because we've been around here twice now, is 48,500. And I'm, am I saying for certain we're going down there? No, but we also wouldn't be doing our jobs. And I would be being uh, disingenuous to say that that's not a possibility that could happen. I think if I had to really put money on it, you said, Tim, make a decision. Where do you think the bottom is for this next correction? I like the 52000 $53,000 range. But I've been wrong before about thinking we're only going to go down to a certain level. You just never know what's going to happen with ma- manipulation. But that being said, what we are seeing happen with the manipulation is bullish sentiment, even in manipulation phases, where the people manipulating the price of Bitcoin are manipulating it so that they can make profit. Which means anyone who doesn't get shook it out, shook out, shook out, shooketh. shooketh out, you know, shooketh. If you if you can hold and you can keep from that temptation to feel like, oh man, that's this is the beginning, of the end you're gonna profit alongside of them. So whether we drop to 53 or whether we drop to 48.5, continue to hold, look at those as great buying opportunities, both of them. Like if we we drop to 52, buy. If we continue to drop down to 48, that 52 is still a good buy zone in the grand scheme of things. But I cannot with, certainty say oh no don't worry we're not going to drop below 53 or 52 that's the bottom i can't say that
1: yeah absolutely well guys let's go ahead and read some super chats and then we'll wrap it out if you guys are enjoying today's show smash that like button we hit 2000 so check our tiktok in the next 24 hours and that will be up over there and guys if you haven't already make sure to sign up for lux algo it's a phenomenal indicator the show is brought to you by lux algo it's one of the indicators that i use every single day and you guys are constantly telling me how helpful it is in your trading links in the description box down below you can use coupon code jeb to get 20 percent off
2: all right, we got, I want to make sure we don't miss anything here. All right, we have one from Jay is, I don't, I don't know, Ed, that's a fun one. Uh, what do you think about STMX? I don't know what that is. Acquired a multi-year contract with the Portland Blazers. kind of what Chili's did.
1: Not familiar with the project. Not,
2: yeah, that's, I need to look into it because it sounds like it's sports related, but I, to be honest, have not even heard of that one. There's so.
0: nothing interesting going on in Portland. Wow, that was rough. <laughs>
2: Dang. Ouch. H uh, D times bull shark one two three or X Bull Shark. Hi Guys, do you have any thoughts on holding crypto in a BlockFi interest account? Do you think it's a good idea, even though it's not protected?
1: Yeah, no, I have no idea with you doing that. No idea. I have no (laughs) problem with doing that. I think BlockFi is a great platform. I personally use BlockFi. You can make a lot of money holding that in those BlockFi interest-bearing accounts. I think it's like 8%, 10% a year is what they're doing. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Just know that your money is at the mercy of BlockFi. And if BlockFi were to do something, you're going to be in trouble. The The reason that you probably don't have to worry about that is because BlockFi is a gigantic company with a lot of federal regulation, a lot of oversight, so they're probably not going to scam you or they're probably not going to lose your currency, but just know it is technically less secure than being stored in a per, in a uh, in a ledger, but there's nothing wrong with it in my opinion. I think it's a good service. Uh, we
2: have one from Raul Zerate. He said, I, th- I see Ethereum as an oil instead of silver in the world of dApps, Web 3.0. Hmm. Since ETH is a utility, do you think ETH will become number
1: one in market cap? Hmm. That is a really interesting analogy. The oil of crypto. I like that because that's really kind of what Ethereum is doing. It is the oil of crypto. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I've been considering this for a while, the whole e flipping Bitcoin thing. And just looking at how much is going on on DeFi, I'm starting to think that it is possible. T- Tim, do you think that Ethereum is ever going to flip it, Bitcoin? I think, it's, I think it's possible. I just don't think it's going to happen for a while if it does. I don't think so. I, I, we've said
2: this before, and my answer hasn't changed. I think Ethereum needs to worry more about the ones below it, like Cardano and DOT and, and even Solana as of late, you know. I, I think it's, it's kind of funny because we have saw those articles come out like somebody, oh, is Ethereum going to flip Bitcoin? And then like literally a week later, it's like, well, is Cardano going to flip Ethereum? So it, it's one of those things like it's really hard to flip someone bigger than you when you're worried about not being flipped yourself. Yeah. So uh, my, my short answer is no, but that could, that could easily change. You know, let's con- I don't think anything I've seen so far tells me, yes, that's going to happen. I want to see things continue to develop in that uh, ring, that, that area. Yeah. Uh, we got another one from the Hoover family. Saying, what do you think about Blocktopia? It's killing it.
1: I'm not familiar with it.
2: Yeah, I don't Don't know if I can help you out there. Uh, good for Blocktopia.
1: Though. Bobo the Crypto Hobo. <laughs> I love that name. That's,
2: That's such a good name. That's a good one. What do you think about Fetch AI? Uh, AI? I don't know what that is. Oh, they gosh. have some really good use cases and partners <laughs> uh, like T-Mobile and Bosch. Hey, I don't
1: know, sm- but my dog loves it. Sm- oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wow. Smay, can we get a can we get a like a sound bite of me saying I don't know, I'm not familiar with that project because I feel like I'm saying that all the time. Look, I guys, I focus on the top projects, so yeah. I don't We're growing in that we're growing bet. in the altcoins and I'm doing more with altcoins, but I'm not an altcoin guy. Look, I, I focus on the top twenty five cryptos. That's Listen, where man, most of my attention is going. Chick
2: fil A specializes in chicken. Yep. And it's what you were doing is you're good.
1: coming to Chick Fil A and you're asking for a sirloin. Like that's you're you're at the wrong place. I, I, I want to do. I, I love sirloin. I mean that's how, that's lo- giving
2: them too much credit. Look,
1: I him. love sirloin, but that's not Chick Fil A game. It's
2: what? like pork chops. Pork chops. Yeah, coming to Chick Fil A and asking for pork chops. No. Pork chops. Uh, the real Nick Balls said, "Hey Jeb, I'm Nick Balls, the original Dogecoin millionaire." <laughs> that's fun. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm watching somebody out of the corner of my eye. Just stop. I'd lo- <laughs> I'd love to come on sometime. Just retired at 33, have time to burn. Keep up the great work. I just love the introduction.
0: Like it's it says is who it's from. And it says, "Hey guys, it's me, Nick Malls." Oh <laughs> my gosh,
2: I love it! You're I love the original it. Dogecoin millionaire. Well, there I you go. Shout out to you for making. Can we fact check ma- that? Is, is yeah? Can we fact check that? Yeah, that's That'd be a, pretty cool. If Shannon's listening, Shannon, Shannon, go fact
1: check him. See if he's actually telling the truth on that one. That's interesting. Uh, Let's see. We got a couple more, and then we can wrap out
2: here. I got one from Richard Zenner saying, Dot getting ready for a parachain auctions. Dot will fly once it happens. Love you guys. Ruin and Jeb will miss out on Dot.
1: Hey, look, Polkadot is a great project. I think it's a project that you should definitely have some exposure to, in my humble opinion. Hmm. So, yeah, check that out.
2: That is all I see. Let me
1: go make sure in chat. We have AVAX price prediction question mark from the Hoover family. AVAX price prediction, I think AVAX is a great project, and I think it has a very bright future ahead of it. Avalanche, I've talked about in previous content about two weeks ago, I talked about it potentially going to $150, $200. I think it has a lot of room to run. I think it's undervalued right now, and I think it's a sleeper, and I think you guys are going to make a lot of gains if you do get Avalanche. It's a good project. See, like I said, top 25 cryptos, those are the ones I'm really focusing on right now, but there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, guys, that's all we got for you today. If you enjoyed today's show, make sure to hit that like button. Also, subscribe to the channel, guys. We're trying to bring you the best, highest quality informational content that we can every single day. So make sure to tune in 930 Eastern every single day here to Coffee and Crypto so that you can be up to date on what the price action of your favorite cryptocurrencies are doing. Unfortunately, we weren't able to get to every single Super Chat because we ran out of time. But thank you guys very, very much for your support. And shout out to our community, the Jebi Knights. We're about to hit 100 members. So thank you guys so much. Your support means the world and it helps us to continue what we are doing here. That's all we got for you today. Before I go, I do just first want to thank each and every single last one of you for watching, as always, and I will see you guys in the next video. Peace.
0: Oh, I got a real good feeling.
2: We hope you enjoyed listening
0: to the Coffee and Crypto podcast. Tune in every day at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch live on YouTube. Follow us on our social media accounts at Crypto Jeb. And lastly, we want to thank you for supporting us here at McAfee Media.